The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I got the blues, because season two's over. It's been a good season, but I got the blues. Do you got the blues? This is the best intro you've ever done. Like, and it's not close. Like, that was the best, and it was a million percent, like, the best one ever. It was so good. I mean, I did it before. I know, but it was funnier this time, because it's, like, a not on the episode that it happened. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) No, I, like, I think it's, I feel the same way you do. It's, like, I'm really sad season two is over because it was so freaking good. But, like, at the same time, I'm really happy we still have so many seasons to cover of this show. And I've been looking forward to this podcast because it's, like, we loved this season so much. So I feel like covering it as, like, a wrap-up type of thing is... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so much has happened um, this season. Of course, like everything happened. Everything happened. Thinking back to season one, it's kind of crazy how much the show's evolved in one season. Yeah. Like how many more 
like character plots there are i know characters in general a lot has happened on the creek well in the also last season the first season was so short that i think yeah. that also because we've had we went from like 12 to like 22 episodes like mm-hmm. that's such a big increase and nearly double yeah exactly and so it's one of those things where it's like it feels like so much has happened and so many new characters and just like and not only that but just Oh, like across season two so much has happened like yes it's like we've had so many breakups and relationships and hookups and stuff over one season yeah um I just I love it I'm so excited to talk I about it today it. so yeah yeah um in the process I completed season two I did a complete rewatch oh in the last God. week I watched Wild. every single episode to help guide me to discuss it in uh in in its entirety yeah and i feel like pretty well prepped as to like what i think like the highs highs were what i think the low lows were and yeah i'm really excited to just like break it all down with you yeah it's really funny because in preparation for this instead of rewatching the show i had decided my route instead would be to re to listen i shouldn't even say re-listen listen to I tried all of our coverage. I ran out of time, but a lot of our coverage on season two. And I usually don't listen to the podcasts. I mean, I edit them. So I sort of listen after we record. But it's like I've been here. I, I was it was live. I was here. So mm-hmm. I don't usually listen. And I like I just I know this is going to sound so like stupid and like self-congratulatory and whatever else. But I don't care. Like I enjoyed myself immensely listening to us talk about this because it brought back all those memories of like my thoughts on the episodes and my thoughts on the characters and like mm-hmm. some of the running bits that we have and like I conclude that your conclusion sucks uh, like I forgot about that line it's that is I know I know honestly I conclude that your conclusion sucks has to be so that's from season that's two, two. obviously episode six the mm-hmm. dance yep. um and i kind of forgot about that line too i know even though we were so obsessed with it for yeah. like the first like for like the first 12 episodes really but i feel like the second half of season two like first half of season two fun it was lots good of johns, yeah. lots yeah. of johns lots of johns just silliness Second half of season two, a lot deeper, which yeah, I a lot really serious do appreciate. Stuff. Yeah, but it it like kind of I was thinking like towards the end, like all of this is like so good, so dramatic. But at a certain point, I was like, remember when Dawson's Creek used to be like funny and all we did was make fun of stupid <laughs> teenagers? Well, the problem is that now we're like invested in these characters as well. And so we yeah. actually care about their well-being versus just making fun of them. But I agree. I think some of our funniest moments and our, our best moments, the moments we enjoyed the most were like ragging on like like full moon rising. How like, oh, the moon comes out and everybody goes bonkers. Like but the amount. <laughs> That they refer Jack refers yes. to the full moon. Oh my god! So after much. full moon rising, was hilarious. Every single time, like he had to justify something, he was yeah. like, 
Joey, the moon was full. It's the full moon. The moon, it's the the moon. moon. It was, it was full a weird moon. night. The moon was full. <laughs> Are you joking? I can't. Oh it's my god, just, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. Like I just, really I just is. love this show. We and I feel like yeah, we every week I looked forward to podcasting about it. Like every single week, there wasn't a single week where I was like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. No, every week I was just like, is it Thursday yet? Is it Thursday yet? Is it Thursday yet? Can I record? Yeah. And each episode in the season, in particular, is like a real banger. Like there yeah. were. We'll get into later. We have our um, right. favorites and least favorites. I don't know if you ranked them this time around. Um, I didn't you, rank all yeah. the episodes, but I just put like I put a couple of my most favorites and a couple of my least favorites, and it was Perfect. honestly very difficult for me. But it was we'll, very difficult. Yeah. We'll get there. So we yeah. have a similar format. If you listened to our season one wrap up, very similar format this time to that. Um, we're kind of gonna go through some character breakdowns just to discuss where the characters are, what they've done this season. Then we're going to go into our character rankings, which you did a mid-season rankings and I, as well as I did. And I think it'd be fun to look at how they compare now that the season is over. Um, then we have the MVP um, of the season, LVP of the season, favorite and least favorite episodes. Obviously, we have to get to the Fashion Award winners. And then our predictions and our hopes and dreams for season three. Um, that's kind of what we're going to be covering. So... It's a lot, but I'm I'm so excited. I just, oh, the season was so good. And of course, like, we better get into it because we have more characters to break down than we did for season one. Like, there's a do. whole lot of characters this season. So. We do. We do. Um, so, yeah, character breakdowns. We have Dawson first. I figured it's Dawson's Creek. Let's just, let's start with him. We might as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You, you had start. What do you, what do you okay. think? I think that. This season brought a lot of growth for the big D. I think that <laughs> as, as ever called him the big D, maybe once. I feel like you said it once on the podcast. As we like to say on this podcast, the PR team, the Dawson's Creek PR team, yes. did double double on Dawson. They heard our complaints. They heard our complaints. I think that honestly, I really do think that last from first season to second, people are like. Dawson is so unlikable. He's like, not the dreamy one. Any yeah. any way we can fix this. And they're like, yeah. we hear you. We understand. We're going to fix you. So I thought that Dawson was a lot less annoying this season, a lot yeah. less whiny. I think that Dawson was a better friend this season, especially from season two, episode two, Crossroads, where he like forgot Pacey's birthday and Pacey was like a complete disaster. Like, yes, what so a good friend for getting his friend's birthday. <laughs> no, but I'm saying from that moment on, I oh, think that it. he like definitely was a better friend. Like he gave Joey some really great advice this season. Yeah. And I was I thought that there was times where like he really showed growth and also like a mentality of like if you let them go and they come and they don't come back, then they were never really yours vibes you know what I mean yes no especially in the last episode where he's like I am going to sacrifice my love for you and you are going to go off and hate me and that's okay because as long as you're safe yeah I feel like we definitely liked Dawson more I remember repeatedly saying this season like oh is this a new Dawson like why do we like him so much like he Mm -hmm. was he was a really good boyfriend he was a really good friend to Pacey and to Jen and like even during the whole situation with Jen we still liked Dawson like 
he really impressed us this season. I feel like he's by far way. I mean, we can also kind of discuss have they gone up or down in terms of like our enjoyment. And I think Dawson for sure has gone up. Like he was much more, um, bearable I guess if you want to if you want to use yeah. that word like he's I mean, tolerable like I'll he was, be nicer about Dawson I think it's more than tolerable I no, like Dawson yeah we we I feel like with his relationship with Joey we felt like you know he was a pretty good boyfriend all things considered um and even when they broke up he was kind of just like I mean you know he was upset and like all the I think the most annoyed we got with him was like his the situation with Jack was like yes. sometimes frustrating. And the the one I remember the one time I really got annoyed with him was when like he really wasn't listening to Pacey when Pacey was telling him about like the stuff with his father. And yes. then I felt like, you know what, Dawson, like, why not? Why aren't you believing your own friend? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, listen to what Pacey's saying. But even yeah. still, like so few moments in a really long season and we we didn't really, you know, there weren't many ba- bad issues yeah. with him. I do think that he has to let go of his mommy and daddy issues. I think that that was another <laughs> thing that we got annoyed with. It's like, yeah. okay, Dawson, just like let them be, like let them work it out on their own or let them get divorced. Yeah. Like it's okay. But um, yeah, like I think that this was a really great season for Dawson. I think that there was a huge improvement. Definitely up in like the are you up or are you down from last season? Yeah, like a stock watch, if you a will. Stock he, watch. Yeah, he his certainly stock has is gone. rising. Yeah. I know stocks. I've invested, but my only investment is in Dawson's Creek. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that my only investment is in like Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. Not even that good. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have like a favorite moment from Dawson this I season? Mean, it, it has to be the my, I conclude that your conclusion sucks. Like, I mean, that's, that's like the quotable quote. That was of the so season. good for me. I just really love drunk Dawson. Like, oh, God, that and episode all the in messiness. General. Yes. All the messiness from that episode was just so great where he was singing on the stage with Andy and then like puking in the bathroom with Andy and that big speech where he just like ripped everybody apart. So so messy. It was so good. So messy. That's the thing, too, is um, that was the other thing I was going to mention is that like he I forgot I was going to say. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He, I just think he like he definitely was a better character this season. Whether it be messy, good, you know what I mean? Like he was just more well rounded. Oh, and that was what I was gonna say. And we finally got to see all this film stuff that we heard so much about in season one. Like as annoying as it was, we actually got to see it now. So, um, yeah. Moving, moving on. We got uh, we got Joey Potter. Um, I guess I'll start with Joey this time. I think like I think that she she had a rougher season but I do think that like we came out enjoying her for the most part I think there were like certainly times where she made decisions that I didn't quite understand that I also think I would I don't necessarily want to punish Joey for I feel like it's more the writers like her breakup with Dawson never made sense to me I didn't quite understand why she broke up with him immediately started dating Jack like all of that was kind of weird and just didn't make a ton of sense with the show. Um, And that I did enjoy learning more about her family dynamic. We got to see her dad. We get to see that whole relationship. I just think like Joey had a rough season, especially with how it ended. And I guess, you know, we can't really blame Joey for, we can kind of blame Joey for pinning it against Dawson and like blaming him in a way. Um, But can we say that like we wouldn't feel similarly if that happened to us, you know? 
Um, I still, I think Joey, I don't think Joey, I think that Dawson started lower than Joey from where he left off in season one, but didn't rise as much as Dawson did. Like she's still above Dawson, obviously, but I don't think her stock rose as much, if that makes sense. Do you want to (laughs) fight? I think she had a solid season, but I don't think that she like, I loved her last season. So imagine it's Mm -hmm. harder for her to like. Mm-hmm. Go up higher, you know. You, you know what? You want to hear the the fact of the matter? Yes. The fact of the matter is that this was 100% a ref season for Joey. I got to yeah. be honest with you. I don't think she was very likable a lot of the time. Yeah, I think exactly. that she lost her sassiness. She, like, didn't, she used to have, like, really sick, like, one-liners and burns. Yes. And they took that away from her so that they can give those lines to people like Abby or, like, even Andy to an extent, where she got like that witty banter and she at times she was indecisive. She was whiny. She overreacted. I think that she took a massive hit so that Dawson could flourish. Like in a relationship with TV, you have to have a hero and you have to have a villain. And I think that they made Joey the villain. And I don't think this was a great season for Joey. Like, and you guys know, like you guys know Joey's, my girl. I always yeah. love Joey. But if I'm going to be completely honest, I just this just was not it from her this season. I feel no, yeah. like her finding herself in theory is great, but it never really came into fruition. Like she never really worked on that and she never really found herself. No, we had like a couple episodes of like her drawing and going to art classes and like she met that career woman and you know, she was very motivated by all that, but she didn't go to Paris in the beginning, which we were upset with. Oh, I can't believe she didn't go to Paris. I know. So like, I I agree. Like, I feel like, okay, that's fine. If you're going to break her up with Dawson, get it. And like, fine have her work on herself but it felt like okay she just jumps right into another relationship and isn't really working on those things as much yeah and then her dad comes in and fucks all that shit up so it's (laughs) like yeah do you have a favorite moment with joey this season Ooh, okay first yeah you go first let me think so my favorite moment with joey is Obviously, in um, Abby Morgan, rest in peace, where she deals with like the loss of her mother and visiting the grave. I think that I really obviously I really connected to her um, in that episode. And I spoke a lot about it um, Mm -hmm. in our season two, episode 19 recap. And I could just relate to her. I could feel like her pain around it. I think that. Katie Holmes did a great job in acting and I felt like um, in that scene in particular and I found it very relatable and um, I just think that the way that they dealt with like her feelings um, around her mom were I think they did a really great job. Yeah I similarly I would say like the serious stuff is what stands out most to me so I'm thinking even like the the last scene with her and Dawson of season two Um, I felt like Katie Holmes's acting was amazing in that scene, even though I'm not I don't necessarily like agree with everything she's saying. Um, I I feel like that was like a really great moment. And honestly, a lot of the scenes with her and her father, I felt like were really powerful in many ways. Um, I agree. So yeah, if we're picking um, a serious moment, definitely those ones. Yeah, I want to circle back around to season two, episode 17, Psychic Friends, when the psychic says, 
You will face a fork in the road. You'll have to choose which path to take. You will be safe as long as you follow your heart. Now, we had talked about, I speculated, like, this is, like, a way, way in the future prediction. And then we kind of talked about how, like, that's probably not what happened because, like, Kevin Williamson left the show. Right. And they weren't planning that far in advance. But what do you think that they were referring to with this line? Like, do I think it's referring to either her father or like somebody else? Yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you think it do you think that this is a plot hole and they lost this? Or do you think that thinking back from with the rest of the season, do you think that this related to anything within the season? Because I think that's not as black and white as I would have thought. What choice, what fork in the road that she has to make? The only thing is, like, maybe if you refer it to the dad she has. Yeah, she has to decide whether to turn him in or right. not to. And you'll to. be safe as long as you follow your heart. But that's kind of weird because if she was following her heart, she would want to cover for her father. So I feel like this is a to-be-determined mm. situation. Yeah, I think I think they left it ambiguous on purpose. Right, because like very vague on purpose, like a fork in the road. Okay, we all fucking make decisions every single day. And I think they did it that way because you're like, oh, well, are they planning something for season three, season four and beyond? You know, obviously this show is not one that was planned out years and years and years in advance or anything. It's not like, you know, you're breaking bads or anything like that where they have this plan from the beginning, you know, and they're kind of just moving towards that that point in the future Dawson's Creek is planned season by season so I mean I think I think it could be interpreted either way personally I think it's something more in the future but when they wrote it they probably meant for it to be more in within season two yeah yeah I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like it's for the future and I'll I'll let you all know when I think the future has come um next up we have one of the ogs pacey witter himself i think pacey has grown the most of like those core core three core four if you include jen he has grown so much in this season to the point where like it's a joke that it's pacey's pond like Mm -hmm, andy mm -hmm. coming in completely changes pacey we didn't have the tammy bullshit to deal with he certainly seems a million bazillion times more mature. Like I loved Pacey this season. And I think a lot of it was bringing in Andy and we got his home life, which was one of our requests for season two. It's like, where's Pacey's family? We Mm -hmm. need to know more about this situation. And I just think that like Pacey as a character is, has become the one that like people love he, he you could feel like the fans loved him this season and I I liked how they wove him into the storyline more because we oh, season one we felt like he was like an outsider yes you yeah know? absolutely we did mm-hmm. I remember that yeah this was a huge season for Pacey he became a not only like a main character but the main character yeah um I think that he gets confidence he believes in in himself he ditches Tammy and he opens up his heart um to Andy yeah. and I think that he just becomes like a really great 
friend and person and boyfriend all around. He improves as a student and he believes in himself. Love that we learn more about his home life with his dad. There's yeah. still so much more to uncover. We didn't see Doug at all this season, Good which goodness. I felt like was... I'm, I know I feel like you know yeah. let's incorporate let's like have some consistency and I'd like learned, to know more about his mom like yeah, we no, know all yes. about his dad now yeah I would like that too and and we got to like get an understanding of why he feels like he's the failure of the family the black sheep of the family so yeah. I this season really did a lot for him I think that um and I do feel like Andy is a big piece of that puzzle yeah yeah, I I totally agree. I think like Andy is like I'm trying to think. Andy is like Pacey is a fully this is gonna sound dumb. I'm not a mechanic. And if Pacey is like a fully functioning car, it just needs like that one last wire to be connected. And Andy mm. just came up and was like, you know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Like I feel like he she just unlocked something inside of him that he didn't even know was there. And it's so wonderful to watch it this season. And it's like it makes me so excited for like what we have to see from him left, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I loved Pacey this season. I felt like he felt so much more like genuine and just fuller as a character um, than in season one. Is the car sob? (laughs) I don't even know anything about cars. I don't know. Why is that the first like metaphor that came to my brain? Like I know I nothing. Know. I know less than nothing about cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, Andy has a sob. So that's why. There I you go. That. It's a, it's a sob. It's, it's a sob. Decided. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to. I know. Should we just go to Jen then? Since let's round out our four. The, the original four. Yeah. Let's do yeah. Jen. You go ahead with your uh, your thoughts on Jen. So I think once again, Jen had a really, really tough season. We saw since, you know, probably the last third of season one, a decline in Jen. And we saw it continued. I think that she got in trouble a lot. She was very turbulent. She made some bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, She made friends with Abby, which I think that was amazing for television and terrible for her as a human being. Yeah. Um, the disaster duo will live on forever <laughs> yes. in my heart. The slap yeah. heard around the world, bitch. That <laughs> yeah. still kills me, that yeah. slap. Um, and, but like those the, those moments were a lot of fun with Abby. I thought oh, that yeah. they were a lot of fun. But um, I think that... It was really hard for Jen to get her her standings. I do think that she had some good episodes. I think that her episode when she was the producer of Creek Days, yes. I think that was a phenomenal episode for her. And she, you know, really had a, a like a good connection with Grams in that moment. And I thought that was good. I love the makeover episode. That's with what Grams. I was gonna say. Yes. My yeah. favorite moment from Jen was definitely when she was giving Grams the makeover and even like oh, at yeah. the like craft fair, like before yeah. the makeover. I felt like I know I said this, like her and Grams together are like my favorite when they're like getting along and like poking fun mm-hmm. at each other. Like that is like my favorite version of Jen. Um it's just unfortunate that it really wasn't a lot this season yeah I know so um I I know I feel the same way I mean my favorite moments for with Jen was just like I don't know when she smiled I don't like it was it was a lot yeah. of like misery and despair for Jen um, yeah because I, like it was like Gramps had died Gramps and then died she, at, she feels so yeah. alone 
because like Joey and Dawson are now dating. And yeah. so she's just kind of like left to deal with this all on her own. She doesn't have a ton of friends. She makes friends with Abby, but Abby is just like a monster and like They're a hurricane. Frenemies. Like they, yes. you know, after they started fighting over that weird like oh, labor guy. Yeah, the guy on the docks. I yeah. Vincent. Like, Vincent. That was his Vincent. name. Vincent. Yeah. After they started fighting after Vincent, like that went downhill really quickly. Yeah. Um, It was a really... It was really hard. Like, obviously, she lost Abby. Um, and I mean, she, her worst moment is losing Abby and then immediately getting kicked out. Kicked out from Graham's. Graham's. And then also not on, to, on top to add, you know, salt to her wound. She then call, tries to call her parents to see if she can come home. And they basically say, like, mm, no, we don't want to deal with you right now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she she just had a rough season. And so I think if we're trying to, like, assess her stock, it's kind of difficult i feel like she's pretty much stayed the same like i I will say agree she like consistently she was just flat across the board like plateauing this whole season i will say that ending scene though with her and grams my second favorite moment of the season like if i'm picking a serious moment Mm -hmm. that's the one that speech that she gives grams she rises just a smidge at the very end you know like a loop right at the right at the up a little bit at the end because yeah it was it was very a really wonderful moment I, I I do agree. I really like that moment. I like that she came with like excellent points and like a three step plan on how we can make this work out, Grams. I really like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, her and Grams are so sweet together when they're getting along, you know? Yeah. Um. So next up, we because uh, we're going to stick with the teenagers, obviously, it's a teenager show. Um, and then we'll then we'll get to some of the adults. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Andy. New girl mm. on the block. Andy. Yes. So for me, Andy is the star of the season. Um, I honestly believe that this is really Andy's aqueduct and not Pacey's pond. <laughs> um, she came in <laughs> with a bang. And I felt like it was a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> she's an extremely likable character. And I first, I didn't know what to expect from Andy because she was the only person that I heard about. I heard like, and I was just you, like. Yeah, you knew people loved her, right? Like you knew yeah. that much going in. So I feel like you were kind of, I feel like if I know you well enough, you're like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to like her just because like everybody else likes yeah. her. So yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah, I have to be like a little bit of a skeptic, but yeah. I really do love her. I love her a lot. I think that I think that at her best, she is a witty, smart, snappy, sassy girl that doesn't let anybody take advantage of her, doesn't let like Pacey get like the last word in, doesn't let him take advantage of her, stands her ground. Unfortunately, what we did see was a roller coaster with Andy this season. We saw her at her very best. And then we saw her going through stuff. I think that um, absolutely stuff with her family, stuff at school um, really got to her. I think if I have to pinpoint it, I think it's the election. Oh, that's where it mostly unravels. Yeah, that's where it starts to unravel. And and it's because she got outed. She got humiliated at school. Um, and then from then on, you know, then Jack had his, um, 
his troubles at school and yeah. that really like affected her and then like obviously the stuff with her mom and then ultimately you know her struggle with wanting to be on a medication and going to therapy and not yeah. taking care of herself and it's i think it's like a little distracting because you know what like when you're falling in love your world is so consumed in that person and mm-hmm. you feel the highest of highs and then you're yeah. like i feel so great i'm in love i i don't need this stuff I, like everything's going amazing yeah but when you have a you know when you're like genetically you know like predisposed dispo- to predisposed something. to something yeah. it doesn't matter how great your life is there's going to be these little demons that come after you and that's what we see with andy and ultimately we see andy start having like visualizations and then it's it she needs to get some serious help and she gets taken away um i think but going back i think that as much credit as we give to pacey and i do totally agree he gets so much credit i think all of his help is guided by andy she and starts it she you starts it i, mean? I think yeah. she builds him up and i don't think that we would love pacey as much in season two as we would if it wasn't for andy i think oh, that yeah, andy grows, did a lot of the work he grows and matures and i think here's the thing for yes, andy it, yeah and we we love Andy and we totally think she plays a massive part. But some part of me also thinks if Pacey grows up with a household that's supportive and loving and caring and says, you have potential, Pacey. I know you can do this. Maybe he's already that character when we meet him. But mm-hmm. it takes Andy unlocking that in him because, first of all, she believes in him. She sees his potential and she gives him positive reinforcement. And on top of that, she's a reason that he wants to do better for him like for her not even just for himself but also for her he wants to be a better man for her and so I think that like we have to give her that credit and also just the fact that there was a character like Andy on a show in the 90s is huge it's groundbreaking Mm -hmm. it's massive she has anxiety she has depression like she has these mental health issues that are being shown on television where we see her go to therapy you know what i mean we see her take medication like these are small things now but massive in the 90s and to see somebody and not only that but like someone we all can relate to so much like i've never related to and i mean i would have related to her when i watched this as a teen anyway but in this moment me myself now relate to her over any other character by a million percent because of her what she's going through and what she's struggling with and i think like the fact that we come out of this season still loving her the like i mean it's wild to me that one character we met 22 episodes ago we i feel this strongly about you know what i mean like that's mm-hmm. a huge thing i just feel like andy like came in like and immediately shot up to like the top of people's rankings you know yeah. just yeah. from who she is absolutely yeah i really love andy i think that she's an extremely special character yeah um and i i really i i adore her and i hate that you know i hate that she goes through struggles and i hate that she got taken away and i i hate that like i'm not positive i'm I'm going to see her next season and um i just i really love her um I really love her with blonde hair. I 
<laughs> we were really not happy when don't. she dyed her hair, but really you know, don't like that was her hair. low of the season. Oh, her highs, low. highs of the season. Highs. Tough for me. A lot of them are very like emotional moments, but like I feel like one of the moments I loved Andy the most was when she stood up for Jack, like in front of her dad. That to me was like massive character growth and just like. Mm-hmm. I just love Andy so much. Like th- that yeah. moment was, I think, very special. A lot of my favorite moments with Andy is when she's like sparring with Pacey. Yeah. You know, or like doesn't let Pacey get away with shit. Like, yeah. I love that. I also love the romantic moments with Pacey. I love, you know, the speeches that they have. And I love like how like in love with each other. And mm-hmm. I love that they go to the same exact spot when they first danced on the docks and like I think kissed I think they kissed yeah, they first kissed there they, yeah yeah and then they yep. go back and I think she might be wearing a, a similar outfit mm, okay um or the same outfit and I I love that and I I really do love all the PC and Andy moments together I think that um, there was just there was just so so good so much good um, and changes when they say their goodbyes. Um, I, I told you earlier, like I watched it back and it still makes me emotional. Like yeah. my fourth time around watching it, um, sadly. So, um, but no, like in terms of like fun moments, there's tons of fun moments with Andy. She's mm-hmm. when she's at her best, she's a riot. Like she's hilarious. Yeah. Also, of course, I love her singing the blues. Oh, uh, that episode is so good in general. But yeah, Yeah. like her getting drunk was so entertaining and so funny because she's usually so wound like uptight. And to see her like relax and let go was. And that's the other thing I love about Andy is like because we a lot of these teenagers don't really act like teenagers a lot of the time. Right. I feel like Pacey and Andy kind of act the most like actual teenagers and that they like can be emotional and they're like yeah. fun and they can I be actually mature. know what they're talking about. Yeah. And Andy like is so excitable and I just love that in a character and you would not say that Joey or Dawson are like excitable, you know, the way Andy no. is and all of her cutesy outfits as well. Yeah. Um, but enough, enough love for Andy. We could go on and on for, we really could <laughs> for another 10 minutes. Yes, absolutely. Um, but let's get to her brother, Jack, because I think, so oh right Andy I mean she didn't have a season one so I guess like but to me over across the entire season just up 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 every episode just yep. up 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 yeah um Jack he's a, obviously another new character this season and I feel like it took us a long time to really appreciate Jack honestly like it didn't the only times I and listening to our podcast the only times we really liked Jack is when he's like arguing or fighting with Dawson um he has some (laughs) nice moments with Joey but a lot of the fun we got from him was him arguing with Dawson and I feel like it took for his coming out episode and obviously full moon rising um but it, it took his coming out episode I think and then once once that episode happened it was like something clicked and they they almost like understood who Jack was as a character because ever since then I've really enjoyed him and he still isn't as like fun or funny or exciting as a lot of these characters he'll never reach Andy levels of like love but at the same time I felt like he grew in his own little way and Mm -hmm. him sticking up to his dad and him and Pacey handling what's going on with Andy and you know and I love I mean obviously we got to see him interacting a little bit with Jen which we really liked 
Um, and so I think that like those moments I came to appreciate more. It just took longer to, to see who he was as a character, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he was really like a big question mark for me for most Mm -hmm. of the season. I just felt like we couldn't get to know the real Jack and I still stand by like, it was kind of like an intentional, intentional move until he was able to come out and be his true self. And that's when we started seeing like all the sides of Jack. Um, Jack and Joey's relationship, I feel, was okay. I think that it served the purpose of Joey realizing that, like, you know, there's other fish in this universe besides Dawson. And I think it's important for Joey to get the affirmation that she's great from other people. Um, I'm excited to see Jack and Joey's friendship continue. Um, I really liked them in Psychic Friends when they were hanging out and uh, he was being really supportive. Um, I really, I really about her art and going to talk to the guy. Um, I'm excited about that. I think that he has a ton of potential. Um, I think the stuff with his dad and the relationship with his father is really heartbreaking. And you know, I kind of hope like in the future he doesn't keep going back to his dad for affirmation anymore. Like he gets it from like yeah other people or, you know, grams yeah. or something. I think, I think it's, it's no. So go ahead. Oh, I just hope that he just grows into himself some more. Like maybe yeah. he wasn't ready to start dating this season. Totally understandable. It's like scary out there for everybody. But yeah. I hope that he feels more comfortable. Um you know, finding love. That'll be really exciting. Uh, you know yeah. what? I should have that. I, I, we'll talk about it, but that's definitely in my wants for season three is to mm-hmm. see Jack get a romantic relationship of some sort and him kind of exploring that. And like, I just feel like he's going to be so happy when that happens yeah. um, that it'll be nice to see him because it's, to be honest, we haven't seen him very happy a lot of the time. You no, know, it's been hard for him. He doesn't get a lot of happy moments. But yeah, the other thing I was just going to say is like, it was really, really awesome and amazing to see him stand up to his father and make the decision of like, you know what? I I, I can't live with you. It, it just it's not going to work. I need to stay here. That's scary. That is so scary for him to do. He's, you know, what, 16, 17, like to live on his own and basically say it's I can't live with you. It's not going to work. And it's just like that to me was like a really good Jack moment. Um, if I'm choosing like a serious moment, if I'm choosing like a not serious moment, it's obviously most definitely when he spills the chocolate milk on Joey's picture and rubs <laughs> it in because that shit kills me in a way that I cannot explain oh to God. other humans. He was... rubbed it in. <laughs> it was so funny and ridiculous. Yeah, that was that was that was <sighs> great. I yeah, oh I loved whenever. I mean, Jack is actually a pretty funny character. Like he gets in those little like under the breath like yeah digs at people and when he does it's always so funny um some other like i think that he has like the great ability to be empathetic to people and understand people and calm people and i really love that about him like i'm thinking back to a perfect wedding where he talked to that bride and like talked her off the ledge and got her to walk down the aisle like he has so much potential as a character I'm just kind of like excited to see like him going into 
full fruition. Yeah. Um, I wanted to like while out a little bit too. Maybe Jen will like, you know, he's living with Jen and Grams. Maybe he'll learn to like let loose, you know, like loosey yeah. goosey. The you McPhee know? kids are never loose. They're I'll tell you that. They're so much. wound tight. They're, yeah. <laughs> they have like all their stress in their shoulders. You know they how many do. knots they have. Poor yeah. things. I know. But, I'm excited yeah. for Jack though because I think that. Obviously, he didn't have the high highs that Andy did for us as a character, Mm -hmm. but that means that he has so much potential. Like, there's so much unlocked. You know what I mean? Locked? It doesn't matter. There's so much in there that we'll be able to see in the future, and that's what's exciting for me about Jack. Yep. I absolutely agree. We have one more teen to get through before we got a few adults we got to hit. Don't say it. Miss Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan, my queen. Yes, you loved her. I loved her. Everybody loved. I, love, I mean, her. we love to hate her, right? Like that's the yeah. thing. We love, I to, love, love to her. Love, we love her. to hate her. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. So I'm so sad um, that we just couldn't get to know her more and flesh out her character. And like, was there a good side to Abby Morgan? I think so. I think we saw a glimpse in Sex Shiro and Uncharted Waters. Um, but she was like a tornado, amazing TV. Like she has my heart forever. Um, I think that if we're talking like what's the most shocking moment of the entire series for me, it has to be Abby Morgan's death. I am just so grateful that I did not get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, which is incredible, especially because of the episode title for I can't believe the you did it after. Yes. Oh my um, gosh. but that moment was just like there's no way there's no way and Mm. it was definitely the most shocking for me and like especially coming from like me not understanding that Monica Kina wanted out I just like couldn't fathom why they would get rid of this character but I just think that she's incredible we only got to see her in two episodes in season one and we remembered her of course because the detention that was iconic come on episode so to get her for i don't know maybe half the episodes the season maybe less i'm not even quite sure but she's spectacular spectacular television abby morgan forever what do you what do you think jess yeah i think that like she is what made Jen worth watching for a lot of the season, her and Jen. And just like, we needed a character like this. We needed a villain. We needed someone who like was just so chaotic and just brought that energy because she made us laugh so often on this show. And it's really sad that she's gone. Like she went out with a bang at least, I guess. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you weren't expecting it. So it was fun in that way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think like Abby was a fantastic character. And I think like. We're never going to forget Miss Abby Morgan. Like, she was a rock star. We appreciated her. Um, Picking a moment that I love for her is so hard for me. I think, like, one of them has to be when Jen slaps her because that moment is great. But I think, like, the the other iconic moment has to be when she's spying on Jen from Dawson's bedroom. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. It's it's really, really insane. Mm. Um. Obviously, also, all of the episode in Sex She Wrote. Yep. Like, that was, that's mine. Yep. Yeah. We did denounce her, though. Of course we did, because she was we so did. awful yeah, to Andy. We denounced her in um, the election, episode nine, yes. when she outed Andy. I I publicly said that I was no longer a fan, but she got us back with Sex She Wrote. She did. 
She got his back real quick. Like he, Because how can you stay mad at her? You know, you now we understand those, why Jen goes back. Yeah, those big doe eyes, her mm-hmm. outfits. It's just like so, so Icon. iconic. The yeah. disaster duo forever. I love her fucking diary that yes uh, even after reads. death she's amazing yeah, yeah and yeah i loved her diary entries and i don't know a part of me really does wish that like the ghosts of abby morgan yeah, like rolled that they were the actual creek. ghosts yeah. yeah and she just like haunts people that would have been fun <sighs> I just but love her. She's just such an iconic character, and I truly, really, really love her. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Never be forgotten, Abby Morgan. Never. Um, we have a couple adults to get through, so let's just um, let's talk Mitch and Gail. We can kind of talk about them as a duo. We still went through. Oh my god, all of the. Are they going to get divorced? Are they are they se- they're separated? Oh, are they going to? No, they're not going to get divorced. Are they going to? Oh, wait, are they getting back together? Oh, well, I don't know. It was so annoying. I just I'm over it. it. They were so annoying. They're like meta conversations. If they're good parents are so annoying. I don't care. Break up and shut up or get back together and shut up. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't do it. I can't do it. I didn't like but, either one of them. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's not even like we yeah. had a side. It's not like we were like pro Gail and Mitch sucks or Mitch is great and Gail's terrible. Like, yeah. they both sucked for different mm-hmm. reasons, right? Like, right. we hated Miss Kennedy. And of course, he had to like be dating her. And Gail, it just seemed like Okay, she fucked up, but now Mitch wants a divorce and she's just going to sob all the time, but not mm-hmm. actually really do anything to try to get him back, at least not mm-hmm. very much. I mean, and then Gail's she's an moving- award winner, so you got to you gotta <laughs> take that into consideration. And now she's moving to Philly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for Gail, I loved it when she was actually being a parent. Um, yes. Especially to Jen, especially to Joey. To, she had that Joey. nice moment. Mm-hmm. She even was a good parent at times to Dawson, except when she refuses to <laughs> listen to him at any given moment. Oh, you're going through a hard time, Dawson. I'm moving. By yeah. The way. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, for me, it's like all he's good for is his arms. Arm like, day. I, exactly. Yeah. I can't justify any of Mitch's decisions. No. Like, I understand that you're really heartbroken and I feel really bad about it but don't just stop just go away yeah that's <laughs> how go. that's what stop. I want for the next season is for them to just just go the fuck away go away just go away um yeah we're done but yeah that's it that's all that's, I have to say that's about all I have Mitch to say about Gale. them too I love how we spent 30 seconds on Mitch and Gale that's as much time as they deserve as they're yeah um, exactly one other adult we should talk about is Grams. She was Grams. She was here and she wasn't. Like she definitely was mm-hmm. around less this season. Um, but I will say, I think when she was around, I enjoyed her a lot more than I did in season one. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed I especially enjoyed when she heard my favorite Grams moment beyond the um <laughs> the ridiculous clothespin things <laughs> she was trying to fucking pedal at that godforsaken no, no, art and no. craft sale thing fair um no. no my besides the makeover which is a jen and graham's moment um i love when graham's ripped tie to shreds yeah that was my favorite graham's moment um obviously i didn't like when she kicked jen out i still think that was a bad decision i still think that that was not the right thing to do but she takes graham or she takes jen in and she takes jack in at the end of the season so she redeems herself, and even though she made some decisions I didn't like in this season, she still leaps and bounds better than she was in season one for me. Yeah, I totally agree. Those are the two moments that really are like spotlighted for me as well. 
her makeover and that entire episode, Psychic Friends, and then her yelling at Tyson for judging Jack um, for being gay. Fuck you, Ty. You fucking, what did he call himself? A Dorcas McForkus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Ty. I I just love how Grams is like, it's not you for you to judge. Like what he needs Mm -hmm. right now is support and love. In this world, he's probably lonely. I just like everything about that whole speech and scene was like phenomenal. And I loved that. And I think that that's something that like everybody should take with us. It's not it's not our business to judge other people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not like what we should be as humans is to support other people. Yeah. Um, And I loved that. And so I really love those moments. Of course, I disagree with like how she reacted to Jen at -hmm. times, but I disagree with Jen how she reacted to Graham sometimes. I think that they were both in the wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I just think like because Graham's is the adult in the situation and the guardian, I feel like we kind of should hold her to a little bit of a higher standard versus a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, I do agree. But yeah. then you have to hold respect for yourself as well. If you feel disrespected in your own home. I don't know. That was a terrible time to kick her it was out. Just, that was like it was just rough. Stupid, yeah. But, yeah. But I'm excited for the things to come with Grams because we do have Jack and Jen living with her. So that will be a fun dynamic to get to see. That's exciting. And that's that's the character breakdowns. I know it took a while, people, but the other stuff should go probably a little bit quicker because we're not yeah, stopping justify this don't justify also this, this is our podcast and we'll talk for as long as we fucking yeah. want to yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah um so pacey we both agree stock is up right stock is Way up 100 percent up up. joey stock down stock down dawson stock up definitely gail gail and mitch stock down, down. yeah oh yeah graham stock up absolutely yep jen Stays the same. Yeah, pretty flat. A little bit of boop at the end. A little up at the end. Does Jack and Andy, do they even count? They're up. They're up. I mean, up. like overall throughout the season, I feel like we've liked them more and more as time has gone on. So yeah, yeah why not? Abby up. But yes. like also, she's, she's gone. done. <laughs> That's it. She'll only be done. up from now on. That's it. Only, it's only up for Abby <laughs> oh, Morgan. Yeah. yeah. And I think like also I'd love to hear everybody else's thoughts on, on those yeah. characters and like would their stock have risen or fallen for you all? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Um, but now it's time to get into our character rankings. So mm-hmm. I'm going to refresh the listeners' memories on what your character rankings were midway through season two. Um, so this was yours from top to bottom. We had Joey in first, then Andy, Abby, Dawson, Pacey, Jen, and Jack. Um, so we didn't include the adults in this. We only do the teenagers yeah. because we don't care about the adults. We don't care. Um, yeah, so what is your your uh, current yeah. rankings now? Okay. So I have my true rankings and then I have like my favorite character rankings. So I <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me. Okay. I have my true. I'm going to do my true rankings. Okay. What is your true rankings? For season two. For season two. At the For end season, of season two. At yes. the end of season two. But this is not who my favorite characters are. This is Of course not. This is my true rankings, how I feel like they did. Yeah. Um, from bottom to top, right? Yeah, go ahead. Number seven, Jen. I okay. think it was a really rough season. Number six, Jack. Okay. Number five, Joey. <gasps> you had Joey in number one in the in the halfway through mark. Oh my goodness. Okay. Number four, Abby. Okay. Number three, Dawson. Number two, Pacey. And my number one is Andy. Wow. This is, okay. So for those following along, Andy was in second. She's moved up to first. Joey fell from first all the way down to fifth. Abby dropped one spot. Dawson gained a spot. Um, And Jack and Jen flipped spots. So Jack was last and now he's second to last. And now Jen is Mm -hmm. last. Yeah. Now, if you ask me who's my favorite character, I'm always going to say Joey. Of course. I'm not. This is not saying like who is your favorite character. It is the character rankings for the I know. show. I'm being I'm being eggy because I just don't want people to be like, Sarah, you love Joey and now you're abandoning you her. You can still love Joey and admit that she had a rough season. You know, yeah, that is that is my story and I'm sticking to it. Yes. Um. So my character's rankings midway through season two were Andy Pacey, Abby, Dawson, Joey, Jen, and Jack. I will say my character rankings now, very similar, not exactly the same. And I didn't look at those old ones first. Are you going to go bottom to top? I'll go bottom to top. Um, I didn't look at my old rankings before I did my new ones because I wanted it to be like pure thoughts, you know? I didn't do anything. Well, no, I just had it in front of my face. You know, I just didn't scroll Mm -hmm. up. Anyway, bottom to top and last similarly to you I have Jen I just feel like she had a rough season it's like it's it just was a rough season for her especially when she cut her hair it was hard for us oh um, no <laughs> no the hair it was awful I gotta tell um, you when I saw her hair in the opening credits of season two I nearly had an aneurysm yeah you had a rough time with that so did I but you had a rougher time than I did oh, with my it goodness um second to last place I also have Jack just like you um uh fifth place I also have Joey I think she had a rough season man like she she made and it was hard for me because in fourth I had Dawson 
And I struggled with whether or not to put Dawson above or below Joey. But then I thought, you know what? Dawson actually had a good season. I got to reward him for it. Yep. In third place, I have Abby because I really couldn't put her lower than that. Like, I feel like she earned, I love Abby. earned that spot there. Um, second place, I also have Pacey. And in first, I have Andy. I think Andy, like, to come, like, shot out of a cannon like yep. she did – and to still find a way to make me love her more and more and more every episode, like Andy, and I think a lot of, we said this before, we give a lot of the transformation of Pacey credit to Andy. And so I feel like she earns that first spot over Pacey. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I love it. I also, I, we'd love to hear your character rankings if you want to send them in. I would love to see how people, if like people are like, oh my God, you're so low on Joey, how dare you? Or you're so low on Jack. I think if we only look at like, the midway point of season two beyond I feel like Jack even moves up higher for me like I really liked him by the end of the season um but we'll see maybe season three he'll be moving on up in that chart uh yeah only time will tell um next up MVP of the season um I had a rough time with this I had a hard time deciding whether or not I wanted to give it to Andy or Pacey and I think like ultimately and it's not always going to necessarily be the number one in your character rankings I think it's just like more of a personal pick you know more of a personal like who really tickled your fancy who made you laugh who did you love and I think it's like (laughs) very hard to choose between Pacey and Andy and then also like the chaos pick of Abby um (laughs) but I ultimately went with Andy I just really connected with her story I think that like this season of Andy is such a unique character we don't get to see on tv all the time and so because of that i wanted to reward her with the with the mvp pick so andy is my mvp i too picked andy as my mvp um as i said earlier i think that this season is andy's aqueduct i think that this was her season <laughs> i think that she ruled the roost and i think that she made a splash i'll never forget her if i never see her again i'll never forget her and I can't give it to Pacey. I like I can't. And you were upset times, with him. Parts, yeah, there was. I the mean, season. there was times where I was really upset with Pacey, especially the episode. I mean, you had him where, in fifth in your character. Rankings. Okay, so like we did those character <laughs> rankings like right at um, right at like sex right around sex she wrote, and you were and upset I, with him. Yeah, I don't like how he acted towards her in sex she wrote. Like yeah. I really don't enjoy the fact that like he made her feel that way after she lost her virginity to him yeah um and i even the episode before um episode 10 where she was like this is my perfect vision when i lose my virginity yeah and she said that i'm not ready but then he did like he did the night perfect night and it's like okay no now you're snatching up a perfect night nonetheless they had sex anyway but like how much is that influenced by the fact that like he made the perfect night for her yeah um but all in all like andy is just so good so memorable i really love her and i really care for her like i i really you know put a lot of stock into the like how andy is yeah yeah no she made a huge impact on us i think we constantly talked about how much we loved her every episode um yeah she's a huge character in season two and i i think she earns the mvp from both of us for sure um LVP of the season um yeah I feel like after thinking about this I had a pretty 
You know, there's two now that I think about it. Oh, you know what? I got to change my answer. Okay, you but go is first. It, is it is it the same two that I have? Because I have Gail and Mitch as our LVP oh, of the no. season. Mine, two different people. Oh, wow. Um, Gail and Mitch really, like, just, lo- like, they really slowed down the season. They were not fun to watch. I didn't enjoy their back and forth. I didn't enjoy their marriage crisis. I. Yep. I appreciate that they are going through a divorce. I think that's important on a team drama to show. However, I don't think it's very fair for Dawson for them to constantly like go back and forth, hook up in the middle of their freaking kitchen for their son to go walk in on them. How confusing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, take sides, argue in front of Dawson. I think it's like very, very confusing. Um, They are, if I had to choose just one, Mitch pissed me off more than Gail. Yeah. Um, But just the pair of them, I just feel are like the LVPs of the season. Yeah. Um, So I didn't choose like one from the main cast, but I tied it between Miss Kennedy and Tyler because they both pissed me off. Tyson. See, he's so bad that I didn't even remember his dumb name. I should have just yeah. said Ty because I knew it was Ty. Yeah. But no, like they both sucked. Ken- Miss Kennedy sucks as a teacher. It sucks that she dates Mitch and then pretends like she didn't completely trash Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ty, he's a homophobe, a homophobic person. Yeah. Enough said about him. I don't want to waste my breath on him as a character. Yeah, um, both so they suck. Very unbearable. That's but like true. if I'm picking from the main cast, you're you're spot on that it's Mitch and Gale. I just think, like, thinking back, like, like they're, like, kind of the sour sprouts. Like, at least, yeah. like, Tyson Hicks brought up a discussion that I think is important, that he added value to the season. Fair. At least with Miss Kennedy, like, it started, like, drama with Dawson, and then we get to see him, like, whine and cry about, like, somebody didn't <laughs> like his movie. Like, at least that well, added. Do you remember when he walked around the fair, and he was, like, all by himself? And he was just a sad sack. Hang out with anybody. Just wandering around like, yeah. oh, she doesn't like my movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, at least that added, like, even, like, the scene where it was, like, dinner. At the restaurant. At the restaurant. Yeah. And, like, and um, Joey was, like, antagonizing Miss Kennedy. Yeah. Like, even that was good. Like, they added, like, like moments to the show that was enjoyable. Yeah. But no, like, you're, you're totally Mitch, right. Like if like, you're doing, if you're doing like LVP MVP in terms of like what they did for the season, like you're right. Gail and Mitch actively took away from the season. Yeah. I just picked two I like absolutely couldn't stand. Yeah. And whenever those were the two. we, whenever we had to cover a Gail and Mitch scene, oh, like, every ugh. time I loved list. That was one of my favorite things to listen back to is like the way we used to organize the show is we used to pick by character and we're like, do you want to just get Mitch and Gail out of the way? Like every, Every single yeah. Not enjoyable. Not enjoyable. No, no not at no. all. Um, all right. So those were the LVPs. On to our favorite episodes of the season. Honestly, it was so hard to pick just one. Mm. Like, I have five that are, like, my favorites. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I how do you pick? Top five as well. No, all it's right, hard so to pick. I You go and I'll say if I'll – you say one and I'll say if it's on my list. Okay. Uh, my top number one favorite episode is season two, episode two, Full Moon Rising. Um, oh, yeah. Loved it. The slap heard around the world. What's Thursdays? Like, that was a, what's Thursdays? We introduced the Tim <laughs> thing. You know, yes. Jack and Joey kiss. 
Um, it you started, were, and I remember you being so excited about that. You're so like, excited. Oh. Yeah. So excited. We get Abby spying on Jen and Vincent in Dawson's room. Dawson yeah. being like, are you guys in an open marriage? Like, there's so many, like, amazing moments. And then, of course, it started the whole, like, it was a full moon. Like, yes, that wild things me. happens when you, um, when there's a full moon. Hilarious. Definitely, that was also like, my favorite episode. That I, it was oh the first God. one I listed. Yeah, it was the Look first one that I listed because I was like, I just remember how and I think also it depends on like did we enjoy podcasting about it and this one mm-hmm. I remember us losing our shit over <laughs> and so I couldn't not put it first you know what is Thursdays <laughs> we'll never I, know it's better because we record on Thursdays too so I like, know what is Thursday what Thursdays I forgot oh, I about it. that joke I love it so um, much Num- my number two favorite episode is season two, episode 11, Sex Shiro. I mean, Abby Morgan as yes. like a detective is spectacular. Everything you want it to be. Yeah. I love the line. You know who you are? Nancy Drew from hell. And Abby <laughs> says, and don't you forget it. Um, the, the Abby Inquisition. So good. Perfect. Um, yeah. It was, it, you know, it was just like such a fun episode. That was just like this is just like so chaotic and so good. Yeah. yeah, it was so it was so good. I had that one as well. I didn't. I tried to rank them as best I could, but like it's kind of like my top five. Besides Full Moon Rising, which is solidly mm-hmm. a number one, the rest are kind of like could go yeah. in any order. I have a full ranking, so if anybody wants me to post it, let me know. <laughs> um, no, we'll do. Do you want to do one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, and then my number three favorite episode is season two, episode 16, Be Careful What You Wish For. Also on my list. It's Dawson's 16th birthday. Um, How could it not be on the list? So messy. Yeah, it's just, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) yeah, um, the like I said before, the speech that Dawson gives, um, like I wish the I wish speech and then like face in the cake. Um, Just so much fun. a few other notable ones. The dance I really liked because this is, well, I conclude that your conclusion sucks episode. Yes. And he punches uh, Jack in the face, which is fun. Yes. Um, the election. I think that's a really important episode as much as like it bothered me what happened. I yeah. think that's a great episode. Um, and um, th- like that is the question. Season two, episode 15 is a great episode. The yep, second I that parter. The second parter. I think this one is um, a really good episode. Um, like, you know, Graham's school's tie. We get Andy sticking up for her brother. Um, yeah, Jack's just, coming out story is like. Like, I think I put to be or not to be. And then that is the question. Like, I kind of lumped them together. Mm. But like, I think like if we're talking the most fun ones, I think those are our top three. Right. The three you mentioned are our top three because they're the most fun. But I think like in terms of like important episodes of Dawson's Creek, like to be or not to be, that is the question. Very important. I also put a perfect wedding on my list because I really liked that episode. I mean, it's the last time we see Abby. It's like that whole thing. I thought that was a good episode, too. And we mm-hmm. kind of I had fun making fun of them not doing their jobs. And I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Funnily enough, I had a perfect wedding kind of like down on my rankings. But I had Abby Morgan, rest in peace, up in my rankings yeah. as my number seventh pick because I just I liked th- that aspect of it. I, I like the fact that Andy somehow got herself like saying the eulogy for Abby Morgan, even though yeah. like, she wasn't friends. And um, obviously the stuff with Joey and her 
um, mom was uh, something that hit close to home. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good episode. Like, that's the thing is, there's so many good episodes. There's in so many. Two, it's hard to just pick a few. Um, but let's let's turn to our least favorite episodes. I had a hard time with this. I feel like a lot of the episodes are really good. Um, and so even if it's at the bottom of my rankings, it doesn't necessarily mean I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It just I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, right. And the, for me, my least favorite episode easily was Uncharted Waters. Hmm. Um, I just think that like the fishing trip with the guys, like I. I like that we learned more about Pacey's background, but I also was so mad at Dawson that episode. And I didn't really care as much about like the girls night thing. Like there were some fun moments, but like there wasn't as much compelling about that episode. I felt like compared to a lot of the other ones. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, the thing that sticks out for me is, um, from that episode is Pacey on the beach with his dad passed out and having that yeah. father son conversation that he so craves and, you know, not getting it. And then of course the girls spying in Dawson's room, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like it is definitely like a harder episode to watch. I think it's good because we got to meet Pacey's dad, but is it like the most enjoyable? No, for me, yeah. I had that in my mid rankings. OK, so what did you have all the way at the bottom on yours? Season two, episode 20 reunited. The whole episode for me was just really strange, starting with the weird like pillow fight that seemed oh, like I a dream, that. but yeah. wasn't um, Andy's brown hair that hurt. Um, but the whole Thing. Like, I felt like it took away from so much work that we did with, you know, making, normalizing mental health struggles. Yeah. And it was not an enjoyable watch. And then obviously the dread that you know that's going to come after yeah. um, Andy struggling. It's hard to see Andy struggle. I don't want to see Andy struggle. Um, I just thought it was a weird episode. I kind of wish that they did it differently I don't I'm not a writer I don't know what that would look like if it was done differently but I didn't I did not enjoy it yeah I completely agree we talked a lot about this in the moment and like we both agreed that the it's more powerful to show how an average person can go through something traumatizing or go through struggles with anxiety and depression just because of life and because how tough it is And I think like making it to where, you know, she's seeing people that aren't there and like just elevating it to that level was kind of like a bit too much for us. I think that like it would have been great to see her just go through those issues and um, seek treatment and seek therapy and seek help and get medication and all of those things just to normalize it even more beyond. And it just made it so that it was more, I don't want to say cartoonish. Cause I don't know if that's the exact I word. I feel like the word is radicalizing it. Yes, that is it. They, they just made it so big and they didn't have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think I that, know that sometimes yeah. you say more by saying and doing less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next as like a bottom tier episode, I had season two, episode 22, parental discretion advised. Um, I felt as though the only thing I enjoyed from this episode was I thought that we developed a closeness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that line was really good. Yeah. But besides that, I just felt like it was just like a lot of turmoil. There was like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Joey wasn't at her best. Um, 
that I mean it was dramatic it was fun because it was dramatic but I don't know if it's a top tier episode I think yeah. that kind of li- lives on the bottom and this is once again because there's so many good episodes right like yeah maybe in like a different season this would be like higher up in my rankings but not in this season yeah no you're right you're right um yeah and I had I had the kiss which is the premiere pretty low that's I, my that's my number 20 spot yeah I just think like and here's the thing like I love the premiere I think it was a good episode but in a season like this where it's banger after banger after banger like it's so hard to like compare the kiss to that because it it has to finish what the finale started and so I think that let's it, it's playing catch up a little bit and yep. it's fine it's not great um, and because yep. Pacey and Andy are just meeting, so it's kind of like we love when they're together, so they're not mm-hmm. quite there yet. So Yeah, but that is the best part of that episode yes. is their first interaction and then the, um, them finding out that, like, oh, yeah. you're not really a cop or, like, you know, she Pacey thinks that she's, like, a spoiled rich girl. And, yeah. like, that, the best part of that episode is them meeting. But, um, yeah, it's definitely just not I, – I have that so – Super low in my rankings as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that was kind of all I had in terms of I didn't have too many that low because it's kind of like I liked a lot of them. So it was hard yeah. to think of ones I didn't. Yeah. Like. I also have like Tamara's return down oh, there. Of course. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I think with Tamara is going to get low points yeah. for me. Yeah, that one was rough, uh, yeah. especially the especially because like Dawson like hates Winter Mist so much. I felt like that was the beginning of the end for the Joey and Dawson's relationship. Like, if only Dawson liked Winter Mist, they would have never broken up. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, should we get to the fashion hour winners? We're going to yeah. get some awards out. Would you like to take any guesses? Because for the Rachel Green Award, we have a person with three points, a person with four points, and a, and our winner has five points. So would you like Ooh. to guess who maybe be in those three spots? Mm. I'm going to say we got a Gail spot, we got a Joey spot, and an Andy spot. No love for Miss Abby Morgan. She's in there. Oh, Abby. Yes. So coming in third uh, was Joey with three points. Those, uh, and that's because of the all-star shirt and the butterfly shirt. Yes. Classics. I love that. Was it all-star or high school 18 or something like that? High school school 18. 18. Ridiculous. Um, We have uh, Miss Abby Morgan coming in second with four points. And then our winner of the Rachel Green Award and like seriously murdering season two is Andy McPhee because like, of course it is, you know. Yeah, that's not a surprise. We I mean, Andy served looks and we always rewarded her for it. It's all those overalls, man. (laughs) It was very exciting. Um, The Hello Kitty handbag, like, you know, it was just like she always had like the moments. Yeah, no, she did. Um, And then for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness, we had a person with four points and a person with five points would you like to take any guesses well I would have thought that Abby was in that category that's why I was saving her um no she actually only earned one point for the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness yeah she was she was way more 90s than she was timeless Mm, you're probably right um or well maybe you are probably right I'm looking at spreadsheet (laughs) you're right um I would say 
Mitch is Mitch in here. We gave him a lot of points. He had two. A lot of thirsty. people had two points. So he was mm. not in there. Jen. Nope. Only two points for her, too. Hmm. Who, who we gave? I who will say a man and a woman. Uh, Big D. Big Pacey? D only Jack? had two points. Yes, good Jack. Jack. Yeah, Jack. he just randomly wow. guessing it this way. Jack had four points. I think it was once he started like doing that thing with his hair and changing up his style. We were all yeah. about Jack. We gave him yeah, a lot of points true. towards the end. You know? That's true. Yeah. I feel like he probably didn't earn. Let me look. I don't think he earned many in the beginning. I think it was mostly towards the end. Um, Actually, no, he was. A, it was like kind of all throughout. He got some points from us. But our winner of the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness is none other than Miss Joey Potter. Well learned, wow. Joey. Well learned. Five points. Yeah, I mean, it's not a fashion of wars if Joey doesn't take home one of them. Yeah, I I completely agree with this. It was nice to see a man crack the top there with with Jack getting four points because I feel like usually the women are riding strong here. And not only that, but Joey, Miss Josephine Potter, this is her second season in a row of winning the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Which also won last season. And who won um, Rachel Jen, Green? Jen. Jen. Won Rachel. I mean, obviously, necks. she had all the mock turtlenecks. Yeah. <laughs> she got two points for Rachel Green this season. Yeah, there's, if just, there's a turtleneck, you know I'll, I'll put it in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, ladies, to um, Andy and Joey for winning those awards. Very exciting. Um, Be exciting. Yes. Let's get into some. Um, I'm going to let you do pre- your predictions for season three, because obviously I've seen the show, so I don't want to mm-hmm. give any spoilers My away or anything like that. These are Sarah's yeah. predictions for season three. She was well, like insanely spot on we should go over your, yeah your yeah i want to hear first. my predictions for season two here were your predictions so i re-listened to the recap uh season one recap podcast we did you said um they're gonna spend a lot of time on joey and dawson's relationship <laughs> which yes and no they broke up very soon into season two but of course it's always the focus of the show so um uh you also said uh they'll break up by episode nine Ding, ding. That is correct. They broke up way earlier than that. Uh, and they will rekindle by the end of the season. Well, they did. And then they also broke up again. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that one. That's a little surprising. Yeah. I was not expecting two breakups. Yes. Um, you predicted. And this was without knowing. You knew there would be an episode. Uh, excuse me. You knew there would be a character named Andy. And you knew there would be a character named Jack. Beyond that, you didn't know anything about them. Um, and you said Andy and Pacey will be a match made in heaven. Ding, ding for you. Um, Andy will be smart. Ding, ding for you. She's very smart. (laughs) She is very smart. Uh, your next prediction was Andy will be Sarah's new favorite. I mean, I I don't know. You tell me. I mean, she's kind of my new favorite. Joey's still your favorite. Joey's still my favorite, but Andy's a close second. Yes. Um, and you said your next prediction, Jen will be irritating for the first third of the season. Mm, like the entire season (laughs) uh jen will rekindle with dawson during his and joey's break i think that was right yeah that's kind of kind of kind of and joey won't go to paris oh wow i can't believe i got that one right (laughs) um and for uh for some hopes i because i think i did hopes instead of predictions yes i wanted pacey to be more involved definitely happened more of dawson's filmmaking definitely happened love to see more bodie didn't see him at all. Where's Bodie? Where if Bodie? anybody spots Bodie, please yes. call this number 999-888-7774. Yes. Please. <laughs> um, want to learn more about Pacey's home life. That happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And I want Graham's rounded out as a character. 
I'd say she's mm. made made a little bit of progress. Progress. We still there. could do better. A little bit. Yeah. 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 So let's so, get into predictions for oh, season three. I can't wait. I'm excited. Okay. I think we will get more background on PC's family and life. More of Mr. Witter. I think we're going to see his relationship with Mr. Potter and then the abuse at home continue. I think that's going to be a continued storyline, unfortunately. Okay. I do think that we're going to meet his mom this season. Okay. Um, I think that... Miss Andy will be gone for a while, but I think and hope she'll be back by season five. And I think that... Season five or episode five? Oh, sorry. Episode five. Goodness sorry. gracious. Yeah. No, sorry. 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 Episode five. <laughs> I think she'll be back by episode five, but I think that Pacey and Andy will break up by the end of the season, maybe because of like some resentment or some like... Pacey's not like mature enough for her or maybe she'll get an opportunity to go somewhere. I don't know. But like, I think that by season three, their relationship is going to be completely done to set people up for the future. <laughs> okay. I don't know which people, but people. Um, I think Jack and Jen are going to be besties and we're going to get like a huge character improvement from both of them. And I think they're going to be like our stars of the season. Like, they're going to be, like, people that were, like, super pumped to watch. And, like, I think that, like, you know, the PR company, the Dawson's Creek PR company are going to do their work. And the focus will be Jack and Jen. Gail and Mitch will either get back together 100% or break up 100%. And they better do it by episode three or else I'm, like, done with the show. Completely. By episode three, you said. By episode three. They have to do that. I want them to do it by episode three. I can't do this anymore. Okay. Joey's going to have a new love interest. Jo- uh, but Dawson and Joey will lose their virginities to each other one way or another this season. 100%. One- okay. 100%. This season, it's happening. And it's going to be with each other. Um, Grams will be Queen Grams and I'll love her. And then Dawson is going to go back to being a whiny bitch. We can't have too many seasons of him being a good egg. And that's my predictions. I love these. I think these are so fun and I can't wait to hear uh, what everybody thinks of this because this is so fun. Um, I can't wait to see if you're right, if you're wrong, if you're somewhere in between. I feel like you did a very good job of predicting things last time and we'll kind Mm -hmm. of see what happens. Um, So my in my hopes for season three. I have <laughs> my first one, Gail and Mitch to make an effing decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope. I hope. Um, I said more Grams, uh, more Jack growth and some spotlight episodes for him, especially I would love a romantic interest for him. Um, mm, yes. I think that is very important. Um, I said Dawson to get wild like Jen did because I love Ooh. drunk Dawson. I think that would be so fun. A wild Dawson. Wild Dawson. Um, and yeah, I think I'd like to see more Bodie. I'm going to put that in there just because why not? <laughs> Let's hope for it. I, I think Bodie's done. I know. I know what I want to see him more. Um, but like how, when are they going to address it though? I, I don't know. I don't know. BB Alex was really cute in the last episode. Um, and uh, I want to see Pacey's mom. 
I don't know yep. if that's going to happen. Here's the thing. I'm like saying all these hopes. I don't remember everything from season three. I remember some things. I don't remember everything. Um, Paisley's mom, I'm hoping for. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that's like pre. I, and I, you know what? I hope Jen has a better season. Um, I think she will. Last. I think she will too. I think it's like it flip flops, right? Like you said, Dawson can only be a good egg for so long and Jen can only be a bad egg for so long. Um, yep. So those are kind of my hopes and wishes and dreams um, for the season. I'm so looking forward to it. Like people love season two. Some people really love season three as well. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to get into all of it. Also, while we're on the subject, I did <laughs> when I was listening to our podcast. <laughs> it sounds so strange. When I was listening to our own podcast, um, I had some fun putting up some polls on Twitter because of questions that we had asked ourselves, and we're like, "Oh, we should put a poll up for that," and we never and did. we never do. Yeah, and we're so I was like, "Oh, this will be fun." That. Yeah. So one of the questions we had, I don't remember why this came up. We were talking about Tom Hanks and whether or not he's sexy because they were casting the movie Creek Days and. Um, Jen says nobody wants to cast oh, Tom Hanks type. Nobody wants He's to not fuck sexy. Tom Hanks or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I asked, "Is Tom Hanks sexy?" And I and, and the answers were mucho sexy or just cute slash nice. Yeah, I voted for mucho sexy. Right, and the results were that sixty four percent of people agree with me. He's just cute slash nice. That's that's terrible. That's I'm terrible sorry. news. That's a rough life. Horrible. Um, and I add one other poll because we talked about fishing, um, probably on Uncharted Waters, and whether or not uh, we thought that, because I said I was surprised. I thought most people in their life had caught a fish at some point. Like, I felt like that was a common thing that happens. Because you talked about Jewish sleepaway camp or something like that and catching a fish, and then you got yep. yelled at because you didn't want to deal with it or something like that. Yep. Um, so have you ever caught a fish? I don't know if you've seen the results of the poll. No. Um, would you like to take a guess at what the what the breakdown was percentage wise? I would say like 40 percent caught a fish and 60 percent didn't catch a fish. 80 percent have caught a fish in their life. They caught a fish in their life? 80 yes. percent. Wow. I told you it's very common. Wow. Yeah. Nobody's catching fish around here. Yeah. It was like exotic to catch a fish at Jewish sleepaway camp. <laughs> it was exotic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah. So that uh, those were just some of the fun polls that I ran. Um, That's cool this week because I just thought I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like this is like it was just so fun to go back and listen. I know it, I keep talking about it, but it was just so fun for me to go back and listen to like. Um, I don't know, our own podcast and like just some mm-hmm. of the silly stuff that we talked yeah. about. And I, I had a really fun time with the polls. So it's thank you fun. everybody who voted. Uh, it was uh, it was a good time. Yeah. You want to get into some feedback? Absolutely. OK, so um, my, my question was to the general craziest moment of the season, your character rankings, least favorite episode. That's some questions I put out there. Okay. So T- Temi wrote to us. Pacey punching his dad versus Pacey spitting on his teacher versus Abby displaying decent um, decency. Um, I'd rather eat. I'd rather eat dirt line since. Um, so what do you think is the craziest moment between those Pacey punching his dad, Pacey spitting on Mr. Peterson or Abby displaying decency um, <laughs> to anybody? Which is the cra- I think Pacey punching his dad was like, although which is more surprising. Well, no, it wasn't surprising. It was crazy. 
Is that craziest the craziest moment? Yeah. I would say Pacey punching his dad. I feel like the most surprising was his yeah. spitting on his teacher. Because that was just like, I feel like was so shocking compared to the punch you can kind of see coming. Yeah. Yeah. Temmie says, um, since Pacey gets into a lot of fights and fancies himself a hero, I'll go with Abby. Not playing <laughs> the reveal of Andy and Pacey. Too bad she was such a creative liar. Liar. Yeah. Um, and then he continues, season two is really great. I couldn't choose a least favorite episode. The previously mentioned teacher with a grudge is unique. Mr. Peterson, of course. Mm-hmm. He's known Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds. Um, yeah, season three is most important, but two equals four for me in terms of quality. So season three, he's saying, is the most important, but two and four are the best in quality. That's very interesting. Fun. We'll have, have to no explore clue. that once we yeah. get through. I have no clue three. what you mean by that. Oh, and that's <laughs> the that. other thing we should probably do. I mean, it, it's easy for us now, but I would say season two is better than season one. Easily. Oh, 110%. But if we're ranking, we should rank as we go. And obviously, just for the record, for the record, yeah. we are stating season two is better than season one. Yeah. Um, so Dirtbag Kelly wrote to me and said, also, I just want you to know, don't feel bad for your Andy take. This is me having a mental breakdown about Andy, um, breaking, uh, and, uh, Pacey eventually breaking up and then Joey and Pacey getting together. Yeah. Pacey, he says, Pacey and Andy million times better than Joey and Pacey. No spoilers, but I hope you're ready for season three. It's going to be a ride. Mm-hmm. All right, you say. All right. Um, more feedback we yes. got. I love the feedback. Feedback is one of my favorite things about I podcasting. I do too. I do too. I love just hearing people's thoughts. Um, Reagan wrote to me and says, "Love the podcast so much. Can we for more? It's coming. Thanks, Reagan." Um, Felipe wrote in, "Who would thrive most at Disney?" Andy. As as Felipe, I. 110 percent agree she is the most excitable she's the most like has the most childhood childlike wonder does that make sense yes yeah no that totally makes sense pacey would like it too but andy would have the most fun yeah dawson would be like oh this is not realistic but he would like the like universal stuff universal or like um the uh the disney park mgm studios or whatever it's called hollywood studios hollywood studios yeah Yeah, he would like that but then yeah like he would spend the time being like this is not this is not real this This is not how it was exactly how it was in jurassic park yeah. Steven Spielberg would be so upset. And then he would like start crying when he heard that they removed the Jaws ride. He'd be like, no, why'd no. you do this? Oh, no. Um with uh and then the next the next question from Felipe, with the entire season under your belt, how do you feel about Jack's arc? Um, we talked a little bit about this. I'm really happy where Jack is going. Um yeah. I thought that his story is extremely important to show. Um, even in television in 2021, I think that the discussions that he had with his father, if it's a choice or not, mm-hmm. is extremely important. Um, of course, it's not a choice. I don't know why this is still a topic of discussion. I also think something we haven't mentioned and that just kind of came to my mind now is I not only that, that like Jack's story is so huge and amazing to see on television, but I think it's also amazing that he is not like the stereotypical like Mm. gay like flamboyant stereotype that a lot of um 
homosexual men, gay men get put in that box. And yep. I just feel very thankful that like we have a character like Jack who like we're so he's so boring. Like he's so he doesn't emote anything. You know what I mean? Which is the exact opposite of like what that stereotype is. Yeah. Um. So I appreciate that. That you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just his sexuality. It is not his entire personality. Yep. Yep. Um, I totally agree. And I think. I'm going to put my mark down right here. My prediction, because I don't remember a ton. My prediction is that season three will be even better for Jack than season two. Mm. I think we're going to like him more than we've ever liked him before. In season that's three. That's exciting. Yeah. I have no idea if that's true. I'm just, oh, it's just okay. me. Oh, I have no you're idea. Just, you're just spitballing here. Yeah, no, no. I don't remember anything yeah. about his story arc. I just think that like, I mean, he, now that we know a lot about him, I feel like maybe they'll give him more like fun moments. He's yeah. had his drama. Like, give yeah. him some lighthearted fun, you know? Yeah. Talking about season three, Elsa wrote in and said, as you wrap up season two, I'm so excited for you to watch season three. I did want you to know and warn you that season three has a rocky start, which is she's not the only one that's told me that. I've heard it from a few people now. Ooh. I won't get into how season three really hits its stride, but before the half, but it is before the halfway mark. The showrunner that created the show left at the end of season yep. two, as we know, and the new showrunner in the beginning of season three really didn't have the show's best interests in mind. Around the midpoint, the showrunner was fired, oh, and Greg, yeah, Greg Berlanti took over. Drama. The quality, yeah, the spike, uh, the quality spiked up dramatically after that. Season three widely regarded as the greatest Dawson's Ooh. Creek season i would even argue it's the greatest season of television ever dare i say oh my i think a lot of people will agree with me and i was floored this is fantastic to know though very exciting but tom palmer said something different um something similarly didn't he yeah like he said he's i think he likes season three the best um but he also similarly said to me privately he didn't say anything to you but he's like oh no i don't think sarah's prepped for what season three has in store and i think a lot of it is like early season three like um scary thing yeah i just think i agree like a showrunner is super important to the show at large and like can completely change the direction and obviously we'll talk about it once we get to season three just like how we're feeling without kevin williamson and how we feel it's if it is different how we feel about that and kind of all that stuff once we're in Mm -hmm. in the heart of season three yeah yeah um i have an email from kimmy and kimmy Used our www.shit90spod.com contact form. Yes. Thank you, Kimmy. That's amazing. If you don't want to email us, that's totally fine because you can go onto our website and message us through there. This is amazing. That's so exciting. I know. I know. Um, Hi, ladies. Quick context on this email. My birthday is August 22nd. Um, happy belated, by the way. Yes. And every year for my birthday, I rewatch a few of my favorite TV shows ever. Sometimes it's Party of Five, One Tree Hill, but most often it's Dawson's Creek Season 3, Episodes 12 to 23 for the week. I love I how probably, she's so specific about this. this I is know. Amazing. I know. She got some Virgo energy in that chart, I'm sure. Yeah, but she's a Leo. I, I, I said in the chart, sis. Uh, I said uh, in the chart. I feel the Leoness. I've probably seen these episodes more than 50 times. This year, I was clamoring for an excellent podcast that would analyze and love these episodes and characters as much as I do. Enter Sarah and Jess. Aww. So you guys are not quite there yet, but I cannot express how happy I've been to uh, binge this podcast and listen to Sarah's watch for the first time while Jess secretly knows what's coming. It's been a great birthday joy. 
two things. I genuinely, genuinely and literally laughed out loud at Sarah during episode 21's meltdown over Pacey and Andy. It truly (laughs) brought me joy because it's exactly how I reacted when I watched for the first time. I stopped watching Dawson's Creek because I was so hurt. I mean, I was 12 at the time, but no judgment. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, was that one of my brightest moments in the world? I don't think I fully had like a meltdown about Pacey and Andy. I loved it. But I was just feeling my feels, you know? Pisces got to feel their feels, man. Yeah. Uh, Number two, I've marked my calendar when I know Jess will change her mind and I cannot wait. Um, So, Mm. and I'm going to come back to the episode first and then play her reaction back to back. Uh, Do you remember what we're talking about? Do I know what you're talking about right now? Yeah. No. You said said you're going to change your mind. Um, about something. Maybe we'll figure it out. Sorry in advance for season three, episodes one to seven. Stick with it. I promise you the payoff is worth it. So thank you, Kimmy. Thanks, Kimmy. That was Kimmy. Please write to us again because that was so much fun. Don't spoil what I said. I'll I'll listen back and I'll figure it out. But please write we'll us again. We'll address it next time. Also, Kimmy, you have to tell us all of your thoughts as we're going through season three because it's your favorite season. Yeah. So we need to hear all about it. Yeah, I'm anyway. sorry we're stupid. I'm sorry, Kimmy, I'm so dumb. <laughs> Stop for me being so stupid. <laughs> Linda. Linda! I, yeah. was, I thought you were done with feedback, and I honestly was thinking how heartbroken I was. <laughs> I didn't hear from I'm not done. I'm never <laughs> done. Hey, Sarah and Jess, so happy I found your, you awesome ladies and got to take the t- epic adventure that is Dawson's Creek Season 2 with you Yay. both. Pacey's Pond is one of my favorite seasons of television. It truly gave Joshua Jackson a chance to shine. We got mm-hmm. to actually get to know Pacey as more than Dawson's sarcastic sidekick. We watched him find himself with the help of Andy, the first person who truly believed in him and taught him to believe in himself. Andy and Jack coming to Cape Side was the best thing to happen to the creek. They gave a voice to the viewers struggling with mental health and their sexuality. There was so little representation back then. They also helped us explore the other characters more through their relationships with them. There was a lot that happened in season two, but I feel like it wasn't too much. Um, I feel like it all moved the plot forward and played a part in these characters becoming who they were at the end of the season. I don't really have any episodes I fully hate in season two, even if in the episodes that aren't my favorite, there's still at least one standout scene that I love. No episode feels like complete filler to me. I do agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, There's still so much more to explore. For example, Jack's coming out story has just begun. Dawson's Creek season two will always hold a special place in my heart for bringing me my favorite TV character of all time, Andy McPhee. She's a precious angel who must be protected always. And my favorite ship of all time, Pandy. I will never ship anyone harder than I do Andy and Pacey. Uh, Those JC people might be coming after all of us pretty soon. I don't know. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some season two randomness. My creek creep ranking at the end of season two. Ooh, we get to see how close it is to ours. Number one, Andy. Yes. Number two, Pacey. Number three, Jack. Number four, Joey. Number five, Dawson. Number six, Jen. Well, we both, we all had Jen at last, so. Where's Abby? She didn't, I mean, to be fair to her, I I understand why she didn't. My favorite episode is The Election. My least favorite Mm -hmm. episode is Parental Discretion Advised. 
and she gave us some favorite quotes. Ooh. Okay. Um, number one, I don't need a knight in shining armor. What I need is a partner, someone that I can be proud of and who is proud to love me back in spite all of my flaws. Signed, Andy McPhee. Do you yes. remember that one? Oh, of that course. Great. I know where she said it too. It was at the beach. Yeah. Uh, I think on it was the at the gazebo. It was at the gazebo, sis. Wasn't it on a beach? Um, I think it was at the creek. I don't know. It's a this, beach. It's a creek. Who cares? It's water. Okay. okay. It's an aqueduct. Um, if, oh, wait. Um, if I'm drowning in the ocean, yes, throw me a lifeline, but don't let our roles become permanently etched in oh, stone. Oh, that's Andy. Yeah, it is. I Oh, this could be a fun new game. <laughs> I mean, the helpless <laughs> lunatic and the hero on horseback, I need to take care of myself. Yeah, actually, this one's at the, the gazebo. Maybe. I don't know if this is the same scene or something different. Mm. That one's definitely at the gazebo. Okay. I believe you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that was Andy. You want to guess this one? Yes. It is worse to to be incapable of loving than to be not, than to not be loved. Who said it? It is worse to be, is it Pacey? It's definitely Mm. about Pacey's dad. Uh, No. Oh, it's about Jack's dad, isn't it? Jack and Andy's dad. Hmm. Jack remember. said it, and he said it to Jen about her parents rejecting her. Oh. Yeah. Oops. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, you're right. So sad to see this amazing season come to an end. My heart isn't ready to say goodbye. Thank you again, Sarah and Jess, for making this Pacey's Pond rewatch so much fun. Um, Thank you, Linda. Linda, we really appreciate all your feedback. Everybody's feedback. But Linda, Kelly. Like- Kelly's feedback is always amazing. I was going to say. Everybody's. Everybody's feedback is amazing. Yes. That's what I was yeah. just going to say. Sorry. Everybody's I'm amazing. A- we all appreciate you listening to us ramble about Dawson's Creek for I another know. whole season. I we know. love getting the feedback. So please keep sending it in for season three. Um, at Shit90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Shit90s Pod at gmail.com. www.shit90spod.com. You can leave a voicemail. If you want your voice heard. You can leave a voicemail and we would also love that because sometimes it's more fun to like hear people be like, oh, my God, I hate it. I don't know whose voice sounds like that. But like somehow I knew who that was. Who is that? I don't know. Like a Muppet. Oh, my God. A Muppet. A Muppet? Muppet. Yeah. Which Muppet? Muppet sounds like that. One of them. Gonzo. Oh, my God. Gonzo? Is that a Muppet? What's the bear? The bear? Fonz, Fonz, Fozzie? Fozzie. Fozzie bear? Fozzie, yeah. Look at us. Anyway, well, I don't know what that all I was. Mean, that's, in our minds. That is season two. Oh, I don't want it to end. But it's okay. We have season three. We'll be back yeah. next week with season three. So yeah. don't you worry. Don't you. We're not skipping any weeks here. We I don't think we're capable, honestly. Like if we had to, we could. But like, is there ever a week where we're like, I don't want to record this. No, no. I want no. to talk about Dawson's Creek always. I know. I know. I know. I'm so excited I for season Always, three. always want to talk Dawson's yeah. Creek. Um, We should talk about what we have, uh, what we have coming up. So today, the day we are recording on Thursday, um, we just, wait, no, tomorrow, Friday, (laughs) everything hurts. Tomorrow, we are releasing our one year anniversary podcast. It is the one year anniversary of us first dropping our first podcast of all time ever. 
Um, and we are releasing a 90s snack bracket. We recorded it live together. It was so, 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 so much fun. Um, so go give that a listen. And also like, give us your feedback, right? Like you could fill out the bracket after the fact. You could tell us we were to- totally toe. What was that word I just said? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening? So totally. You can tell us that we're totally off base. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, yeah. So go give that a listen. And then. Uh, by the time this comes out, I think the, will the poll be closed, Sarah? I think it'll be closed by the time this comes out, right? Yeah, it'll be closed. For Robin Williams month. It's Robin Williams appreciation month. We're watching two Robin Williams movies. The poll is closed, but you can go see what one, two out of those four movies we will be talking about with some amazing guests. We definitely have a front runner. I think the second movie is still maybe up for grabs. I know no one can hear me say this now because the the poll is closed, but Everybody, I really love Flubber, and I was, like, so hoping it would win, and I don't know why in my mind I was like, it has a shot against Jumanji. It does not have a shot against Jumanji. What are you talking about? Mm. The Flubber crew's coming through. They have to. I love Flubber. I had a little guy on a keychain when I was a kid, and it was so cute. You know what? Get, get, you know, guess what? If we really need to, we can just throw it in somewhere. I don't know what to say. No, we could always do another Robin Williams Yeah, every September. Exactly. Anyway. Mm. So that's done, but that's coming up. So stay tuned. It's going to happen. And then, of course, Boy Meets World, as always. We are finishing up season three. Very exciting stuff. We're finishing so many seasons. Look at us. We're, I feel I know. so productive when we finish seasons. I know. Just a little check. Yeah. A little, little, little tick, tick. Like they say in Britain. Boop, boop. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> boop, boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> no one saw you do the check mark in the air, but you just did boop, boop. I boop, boop. Um, Sarah, what do you have going on? Tell the people. I have going on a lot of fun stuff, but namely, I will be on Sunday's episode of Big Brother Recap uh, with our Hap. I am going to be talking about the episode on Rob Has a Podcast and yeah, just like getting all my Thoughts and feelings out about Big Brother, which is like a a lot of thoughts and feelings, to be honest with you. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Everybody, this is a huge deal. So everybody congratulates Eric. This is amazing. I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. But I'm going to, you know, I my roots are humble and I'm going to say that I Mm. just appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. Sarah's famous and I won't hear otherwise, but go listen to it on Rob has a podcast because it's very exciting. We all should be watching and supporting Sarah. It's very amazing. Uh, Thank you, Jess. What about you? I have community building as always with Josh Wiggler over at Post Show Recaps. Um, We just had Brian Cohen on. That was so much fun. I've never podcasted with him and Josh hasn't either. So that was kind of fun for all all of us just be hanging out. It was a great Um, pod. It was. It was so much fun. Um, And then... Next week, I'm going to be, I'm so excited. I'm going to get, I love me some trash TV. 90 Day Fiance, love it. Yeah, Married yeah. First Sight, yeah. love it. I'm love going it. to be on um, RHAP's uh, reality re, 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 wrap-ups, sorry, wrap-ups um, with Asia talking about Married at First Sight. And I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I freaking love that show. It's wild. This season has been really fun. So I'm super excited to go on and uh, talk about it. So that'll be it's out. Super exciting. And next week, I think. Yeah. So go give that a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Jess, this, this was amazing. I love the recaps. They're so much fun. And especially this recap. I feel like this is going to be in our hearts forever. Season two. 
of Dawson's Creek. I feel like we loved season one and like I feel I could feel you like falling in love with the show. But season two just went so bonkers nuts that mm-hmm. it was really when I felt like we hit our stride of like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about Dawson's Creek every week. Like I felt like every time it would be like Friday night and we record on Thursdays and it would be Friday night and I'd be like, OK, but I really want to watch the episode now. <laughs> Like I just, I need oh, to Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, like as soon as we finish sometimes, I would, you know, hang up with you and watch the episode because obviously I have to, I have to wait. Yeah. So um, it was, you know, sometimes it was as soon as we stopped, I watched the episode. It's hard not to binge. Yeah. No, it is. And I haven't binged just because I kind of like to keep things fresh for the podcast, but yeah. it's hard not to. You're right. I did binge a little bit in season one, then I stopped myself because I was like, I can't get too wild and crazy. Can't. Um, we will never get wild. <laughs> never. You know, we can't get wild like <laughs> Dawson on his birthday. No. <laughs> no. Or like Jen and Abby on yes. a Tuesday night we just can't call get us that a regular wild. disaster duo you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has been so much fun thank you all for listening to us this whole season and you know anybody any newcomers welcome to whatever we call listeners we've never decided noodles. on we did we decide on noodles uh, I mean it still could be shitheads if people prefer that I don't know yeah, we'll <laughs> let us know another poll in five months exactly well I, when I re-listen to this I'll create yeah. the poll <laughs> create the poll um thank you all for listening uh have Just a good night shit 90 shows taught me save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.